Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Trista Sutter, Nay Ren. Nay. Why do they say that when they say Nay Ren? I don't Ren? know. It's, I don't know. Where did Nay come from? I mean, it's I don't me, know. not Nay. I don't know. That's it's weird. It's me with a little tilde thingy, like <laughs> Nay. Right. An accent. Like, yes. like when I was studying French, one of the only things I remember about studying French was accent aigu. <laughs> oh, I love to say the only French I know. Nous ne nous quittons jamais. Okay. That is, that? <laughs> you and I shall never part. That's what that is. Oh, Bob Guinea yes. with the love notes to no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Although I'm not sure, because I said that my father-in-law actually speaks fluent French, and I said that to him one time. He's like, that's not what you're saying. I'm like, no, it is. Oh, that's, what that's I mean. hysterical. No. So, Called you out. Well, hi, my, welcome, uh, everybody. You may know me better than I do. Yes. Hi, everybody. Remember. Welcome to the Almost Famous OG Podcast. Hi. Starring... Trista Sutter, and featuring. Gotta do flash hands. Jazz, I mean jazz hands. Flash hands. I just yeah. There you go. <laughs> jazz hands. Speaking of which, you had some big. Uh, so I saw some posts of uh, on your Instagram this past week with Max. Big week for the boy. I know he uh, graduated eighth grade. It's so funny. I saw a meme um, that someone put up, and they're like. Your kid moved from second to third grade. Enough with the graduation parties. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You know, I was that guy. I would have probably said that five years ago. Now I'm right. like, what do you mean? Like, I literally, I have to tell you yeah. this. This is this is a terrible uh, thing to admit. And hopefully the person who set this up doesn't uh, watch this episode of our podcast before I have a chance to get past okay. it. But I was invited to go to the Detroit Grand Prix this weekend by a friend of mine who's a driver. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh my God, that'd be amazing. Because my son absolutely loves race cars, right? Yeah. So he says, um, and I, I knew I had, uh, I had to fly out on Sunday to do an event, but I was also going to a four-year-old's birthday party, which is my son's best friend's birthday party. Okay. And so the guy's like, I got it set up so you can drive, basically drive in the pace car, but I'm going to be driving oh this my like gosh, how dual cool. race car. I'm like, What? And I'm like, that's, that's amazing. Nice. And he's yeah. like, yeah, it's on Sunday. You'd have to do it from like, like, you know, I'm like, what would be the time oh. commitment there? Yeah. And he's like, but you'd probably like 1.30 to probably 2.30. And I'm like doing the math in my head. I'm like, I got to do this drive-by because I cannot let my son, and I want my son to go to the Grand Prix so bad because he loves it. I can't, yeah. he wouldn't be able to ride in the car with me though. I'd be in the car by myself. Oh, right. Yeah. So then I started weighing it out and I'm like, man, Five years ago, me would be like, hell yeah, let's do it. I'll move my flight and, uh, you know, yeah. I'll swing by the, be- the, the, be- the birthday party if I can. Now, yeah. with my son and knowing how much it means to him, I'm like, I can't do it. Aww. Can't do the race car thingy. You just can't do everything. Good dad. Yeah. 
Yeah. I got to do what's right by my boy. You know, he wants to be at this birthday party so bad and I want him to be there. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't inconvenience you, but, uh, no, can't do it. So bummer. Well, you know what? It's okay. Another opportunity will come up, hopefully, you know, always do. They always do. It never ceases to amaze me. Let's just put it out in the universe. Let's just put it out there. Let's make something crazy happen. Something will happen. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Anyway. Yeah. It was, it was a big week last week. He had his last lacrosse tournament and, um, it's a really short season lacrosse, which is kind of funny, but we were playing, he was playing, I say we all the time, which I shouldn't because he's (laughs) the one that plays. Um, he was playing in a hailstorm. Hail storm oh hail it was no. hailing on us oh hail no <laughs> it was oh. awful it was like awful they were freezing like like yes little, i mean not big chunks but and then one of the dads was uh talking about how the biggest hailstorm in history i'm sure if we googled it we'd figure it out but i think like seven people died because they My were God. like softball size <laughs> Hail. I mean, it was, they were tiny, tiny little hail balls, um, but still hail in like the end of May, you know, it's. Well, you know, I was going to tell you, so some of the crew that works on my, um, on my deal or no deal show are from Denver. Uh And so we were together. uh, It would have been last Saturday when you guys got so much snow. Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it was 90 degrees when I got in the plane to leave and then I land and it's snowing. He's like, we got like four feet of snow in Denver. I'm like, no. Yes. You have to literally bring all kinds of like layers are number one for anyone who lives in Colorado. And then multiple (laughs) kinds of shoes because I'll wear like boots to the airport and then need flip flops when I get back, you know, or (laughs) vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, Colorado is amazing. I, uh, I do truly love it, although I was called out. Someone brought up, um, I'm going to start a a new kind of job very soon, supporting a friend in real estate. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. But um, she was telling someone about about me that I would be working for. And she's like, oh, that Trista, the one who hated to live in the cold weather. (laughs) (laughs) From the show, she remembered me talking to Ryan about how it would be really hard for me to, to live in you know, a, an environment that has lots of snow, but I will say yeah. it, it's grown on me and it takes a little time, it, but there you go. It does, but it's really mild. Like in the Midwest, as you know, it's not fun in the winter. Like it is no. horrible. It's bitter cold, like to your bone cold. Yep. Yep. And, and Colorado is not like that. It's very yeah. mild and pretty and yeah, it's cool. Well, you moved there like from Chicago Miami too, which is like, you know, you've yeah. been living in Miami at the time. So it's no, like, you from know, that's... Same, from actually LA. Well, okay. Miami, then LA, then, then. Okay. Here. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was used to the warm weather and a little bit of humidity would be nice. My hands yeah. are just so dry. But, well, I um, always think about it from the standpoint of now my wife is going through it because I relocated her from Southern California to Seattle, then to yep. Detroit. And mm-hmm. she's not always super happy about that move, but <laughs> she likes the people, you know, so, so yeah, I'm always like, well, it's about difference. the people. It's about the people. So Just keep saying yeah. that. Just yeah. keep saying that. So I'm excited about our guest today. I haven't talked to her in a while. Um, I am too. She's, she's one of our um, beautiful OGs. Um, and on the 
our our thread, our bachelorette thread, you know, text thread has been going crazy lately because we have had not only an engagement, which was the um, end result of the woman proposing to the man. I mean, I saw That's a little crazy. news clip and um, uh, someone who had said it. I can't remember. Nick. Nick had said. You are my favorite redemption story. So Becca Kufrin and Thomas Jacobs got engaged. But do you remember back on Ari's season? Yes. Like they they seemed like they were so in love. And then Ari decided to to end it with Becca after they have had gotten engaged and go back with Lauren, kind of a mesnic kind of thing. Yeah. And she was heartbroken and then became the bachelorette and and then things fell apart with her chosen one. And now she's happy and was the, like, the proposer, which is so That's cool. That's crazy. I love it. So what did, did she say anything? Like, what made her decide to get down on a knee instead of waiting for him to do it? Was it just like, I'm no. not going to wait around? You know what? I actually, in the text thread, I they started, like, when something happens, you start getting the ding, ding, dings. Yeah. And I can't remember who said congratulations, Becca. And... Then keep, people kept saying stuff, and I said, uh, I need a story. Like, I want to hear what the story is. I'm sure she's talking about it on Bachelor Happy Hour because that's her podcast. I'm, I would yeah. assume she'll share or even in the media somehow. Um, but I don't know personally because, you know, it's a big text thread. So when every a group text chain, I don't know, it can be kind of annoying for people, especially the Hell people yeah. who aren't into text messages. <laughs> I mute those things. I, I don't mind them. Like, I like catching yeah. up on the funny stuff here and there. But man, when somebody doesn't have, like, so for example, on those things, if everyone has an iPhone, they're actually great. If one yeah, person true. doesn't have an iPhone and they say, right. ha ha, to somebody's thing, then it says, Trista laughed at, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then someone <laughs> says, ha ha to that. Trista laughed at uh, Debbie laughing at ha ha right. ha. It's like, what the hell? Right. Drives me crazy. So there's a there's a it point does. in time where I'm like, Is that why that happens? Actually, you're you're putting a light bulb above my head. Is is it when the people don't have an iPhone, that's why it says they replied to this one? Yes. It throws the whole oh. rigmarole off. Yep. Got it. Oh my gosh, that makes yeah. so much more sense. Thank you. You also can't send uh, you, you can't send a text like on the on the on the text threads with someone who doesn't have one uh, like who doesn't have an iPhone. You also cannot yeah. send a video because then it makes it super small and really oh, granulated. Oh, that's why. Oh my gosh, yep. Bob, you're teaching me so much today. I've discovered these things. <laughs> I've discovered them. Yeah, over years I and years of being on text threads, I didn't want to be on. That's how I found these out. Uh, okay, keep it coming. I love the tips. These are good little tips. factoids, little factoids. Um, so. But yeah, I'm really excited to talk to her. Anyway, it was that. And then what other? Oh, and then Jojo got married. Jojo and Jordan yeah, got married. So awesome. big things are happening in Bachelor Nation. I feel like yeah. recently they waited for so long. They had to cancel their wedding during COVID, I believe. Yeah. And and finally, they're happily married i think it's i awesome. know i just i, I just love sweet. love i yeah. do too I, I do too i love love that's why i've loved the show for so long it's just to me you know i know that you know we like the drama and we like the bachelor in paradise and <laughs> but i do i think that's the bottom line of it all is i just i love love 
Well, it's nice. It's nice when it works out, you know, especially I think with Jojo and Jordan, especially, I think that's pretty awesome because, you know, we all watched that season. We were all invested in it to a certain degree. And, yeah. you know, for me, I, I was a, I was a big fan of Jojo. So, uh, you know, when, when she came off of, of Ben's season and they made her the bachelor, I'm like, oh, it's going to be awesome. And then I remember Jordan's yeah. season was a little, you know, or, or uh, 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 Jojo's season rather with Jordan was a little interesting too, because of course, you know, his family lineage and things like that. So, you know, a lot to look at when those things happen. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's a great time to take a break. So, we'll be we'll be right back, people. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style wall. The space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Almost famous, the OGs, with the lovely and talented Desiree Siegfried. Hi, Des. Hi. <laughs> nay, Hartstein. Yes, yes. Nay. Be- We've nay. been talking about nay. Nay. Like, why do they yeah. have it at nay? What does that even mean? And, and why do they have it when they put it in print? Nay. Nay. Ren. <laughs> nay. <laughs> it makes no sense. How are you? Des, how's Portland? It's great. It's doing good. Yeah, I'm having a... Did you just move? Um, so we were in Seattle about two years ago, three years ago. And then we went to Port- we moved to Portland after having Xander, just to be closer to family. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Would yeah. you ever come back and to I moved, Colorado? I moved your... Uh, so, so Des and my wife have been yes. friends for a very long time. Yeah. And I actually... I, I met Des um, totally not through the show, like through yeah. other things. And then uh, we were uh, fortunate enough to be at their wedding, which was great. And then we hung out with them in Seattle. They were our first people we went out to dinner with when we moved to Seattle. Yeah. And then I just moved, I moved Jessica to, when you moved to Portland, I moved Jessica to Detroit and she's really happy. Yeah, I know. How happy. Yeah, I was going to ask, how are the boys? <laughs> They're doing great. I mean, it's awesome. You know, three and a half and uh, almost four uh, and then, uh, and then 10 months right now. So July 1st will be actually 11 months, 11 months as of yesterday. So, yeah, so uh, Blake will be one in July and then Grayson will be four in December. So they're doing great. They're doing really Good. great. That's a busy time with two two boys. <sighs> yeah, it definitely yeah. is. How about you? How How is Chris? How are the kids? Tell us everything. How's the, Good. How's the Good. design, the bridal design? Yeah. How's everything going? I mean, where do I begin? Um, all is doing really well. I mean, we're just having fun. My boys are now three and five. So it's just a really fun age now to be watching them grow and like we we started um baseball this past like month oh t-ball or baseball t-ball t-ball oh yeah. my gosh so cute um so and cute. then um chris is coaching and it's just really really Aww. cute i feel like you fall in love all over again because it's like what totally 
just a different um, all everything. <laughs> so yeah, right. Well, he really- played at such a high level too, didn't he? Play like he played minors, or was he in the pros? He played minor, minor league. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. still that's like that's big deal. So I mean, for him to be out there coaching your kids has got to be pretty incredible. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's do really they like fun. it? So the, my little one is like, you know, he like doesn't stop. Like if he misses something, like he keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Um, but Asher, he's a little more emotional when he like, you know, misses or like, uh-huh. or he just kind of gets bored and wants to go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he's like the one that's naturally talented at baseball, but just doesn't maybe have the heart for it, but we'll see. He's, he's literally five. So <laughs> exactly yeah. right. You've right got now, lots it's of time. Fun for sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, but no, it's been good. We've been good. Just, just, Growing up, you know, just building our little family here in yeah. Portland and being close to family has been really great. So I get it while you Who's... moved to Detroit, too. I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice because her parent, my, my wife's parents travel a lot. And, and so they they come and stay with us for, you know, six weeks at a time type of thing. And then they'll go back to L.A. for a couple months. And so it's been nice to have, you know, to, to be close to my family, especially with my parents being so much older and stuff. But. So that's been really pleasant. And I love the Pacific Northwest. I can't, I can't get back to Seattle enough right now. I know. I know. It's so pretty. I love it there. It's very pretty. I mean, it's not like, you know, Vail is, or Aspen? Wait, Trista, are you in Vail? Vail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vail yeah. is stunning too. What a beautiful place to live. Yeah. So Des, I mean, are you on this? We're both pretty lucky. Oh, you guys are both lucky. And then my wife, poor wife. In Detroit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so are you on this text thread that Trista has been telling me about that just blows up with dings all yes. the time? Yes. It's so fun. <laughs> I, I know happy we put that together or however it got started. I actually don't even know. I don't remember. I know that when we, so Bob, I don't know if you saw this, but during COVID we put together and it came out kind of after the you know, the big part of the pandemic when everyone was required to stay at home. But we put together this video where we would, we passed a rose yes, from each I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it kind of started around there, I feel like, because we have to, we've had to keep adding bachelorettes to yeah. the text after they, after they have their show. So I, I assume that Gabby and Rachel will be joining us soon. Um, it's just a way for us to kind of stay connected. We've talked about doing, you know, a trip together for a while. Yeah. And because I just I just feel like it's a, such a rare population, yeah. you know, to be a part of this rare opportunity. And we're all connected, even though if someone doesn't want to be connected, that's OK. That we respect that yeah. and they don't want to be involved. That's totally fine. Um, but I love it. I love being able to connect with, um, you know, especially like the younger girls, because I wouldn't normally like Des and I have been to different things together. Same with Deanna and like Ashley and Jillian. I don't I, you know, old, the OGs really. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to connect to those younger girls because I don't we wouldn't normally in our life right. connect to them because we're in different, you know, parts of our life. We're, yeah. we're parents. Yeah. So I mean, back is proposing, yeah. you're at T-ball games, you know, it's great. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not quite like 
the big <laughs> engagement news or the wedding news, but you know, all, right. all the same, different journeys, different seasons of life, but it's yeah. so, it's totally. really fun to be on that thread just to kind of be support one another because Krista yeah. said, it's such a rare and interesting experience <laughs> that yeah. we all have yeah. been through. Um, and it's just fun to take part in life together. Um, and, you know, even like she said, if you, if someone doesn't want to respond or doesn't want to be a part of it, it's okay. All good. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. just chatting yeah. and supporting one another. Um, I actually, I also think it's just such a great way, like the ones that are, I say younger, but the ones that are newer. Um, yeah. I, w- I wish more of them would reach out to the, uh, like once have yeah. been through it. Um, I know that, I would have loved all of that before yeah. going, but it is rare. Error and you know too. what's You're what's right. interesting about that? Because I feel like when you know, kind of um, maybe your season was kind of a start of like the middle of the franchise, at least right now. And they used to ask me to to do stuff, and then that kind of stopped happening. And I think that they just the producers think. Well, we need to have the most recent bachelorettes because they're the ones that the, you know, the viewers are watching and interested in right now. Yeah. But I would love to be able to like actually have conversations with these women who are going on the show because even though the women who are on it most recently to them probably can add more um, intel in terms of the producers and production how that is for them right now because that has changed a lot and social media and all of that but i feel like you know brian and i are pretty successful and (laughs) i don't know maybe i know a little something about 20 years now (laughs) sister 20 years (laughs) oh they need more more advice on how to like make relationships last and less Yeah. On TV. Well, especially, you know, especially (laughs) coming off the show, like, you know, that's the thing. Both of you have had that success coming off of the show with the person that, you know, you chose and chose you. And I mean, going back to normal life can't be easy. I mean, it was hard enough when uh, when your relationship doesn't work out on the TV show to get back to a normal jam. You know, so I mean, I could imagine when you're a couple and you're doing it together and everybody's got an opinion. It's got to just be so nauseating and exhausting after a while. So you guys should definitely be consulting yeah. people on that stuff. I know. It's- Maybe we should start a company, Des. Like, cut the consultation. Um, they would come to us as consultation <laughs> experts for reality yeah. TV and how, <laughs> how to navigate. <laughs> Des, do you still do the bridal gown design and everything? You're still I- actively, Yeah. I do. I'm, I was in a transition of like shifting production, but yeah, I'm still doing it. I still love, I still love weddings and I still love brides and I still love designing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have realized in my season of life with the young boys, like, um, just how to balance it, you know? Yeah. And so, Good. so I, I will take time to just be with them if I need to. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah you should. know, I learned yeah. a lot with opening a business and starting one and like just how easily you can get consumed by it and kind of yeah. lose track of, of all the things that, you know, are actually more they really important. matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could imagine, yeah, too. I mean, your business sure. is all you, right? It's your creativity. Yeah. It's your design. And then you have to actually, I'm sure, source the fabrics and a million things. I don't understand, obviously, but I can only yeah. imagine that had to be incredibly time consuming. 
Yeah, it's time consuming. But I also think just in any job, if you're working ahead in your brain, so like constantly working yeah. ahead, you feel like you don't have a moment to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you've, so it wasn't until I actually like got pregnant with Asher, I feel like I was forced to slow down and forced to like, be like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah what, right. Like, what do I want to accomplish? And, and, and I don't know, just setting up the, I don't know, just setting up you're almost like your what you want your family to be and what you want um, your kids to remember. So yeah, the boundaries that are important all in that. that season of life. Same as you, Bob, and same as you, Trista, just your yeah. kids are now older. So I'll have to come to you for all the parenting advice. Me too. Oh, it's crazy. I'll come to both of you. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like I, we were just talking about how, cause we'll look at houses because Ryan's working in Denver now and he has to commute um, from the mountains to Denver And we're always looking, but I don't think we'll ever leave because he's like truly a mountain man. Like he has to be in the mountains or else he will not be happy. Um, Anyway, we were saying, you know, maybe when the kids are gone, because five freaking years from now, I am going to be an empty nester. Wow. Five years. Five years. Like what? Wow. No. (gasps) I remember meeting uh, Blakesley like when she was four years old. So that's. Yes. Guys, let's just let's just put something in perspective right now. Five years from now, uh, I'm just going to be sitting at a t-ball game with a six-year-old and an <laughs> right? eight-year-old. That's right. Look, we go and I love it. Yeah, look, we go from handing out roses to t-ball games and yeah, handing out orange uh, slices. Teenagers, t-ball games, teenagers. This one's orange slices. I'm going to be there yes. at the games. Hi, guys. Okay, so I know we. We probably should have led with this, but Des, will you remind everyone which season of Bachelor and Bachelorette you were? You know, it's been a while. You're like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I know. I remember mine. I think, I think it. So I was on Sean's season, and that was, I think, season seventeen of the Bachelor, okay. and then I was, yeah, uh, Bachelorette season nine. Okay. Okay. Got it. So what, and which and was your favorite? Do you guys know? What? What's that? Do you what? What season are we on now? Oh. <laughs> no, I think it's 25. I have no idea. <laughs> All I can tell you, and I think I told Des this when I first met her, I was like, you know, I, I was talking to her and I was like, um, I just am so thankful that it didn't go off the air when I was The Bachelor. Like, I didn't mm. take the ship down. Like, I thought for sure <laughs> right? That was going to be the freight train to the bottom. Titanic pulling up season four. Oh, no. No, instead, you were the kissing bandit. The kissing bandit. Yes, I was. That's right. Still I am. Um, still I am a big kisser. So which is still am. Yeah. So which was your favorite, Bachelor or Bachelorette? I mean, that's hard. So, like, be uh, the lead, being the lead was obviously the most, the hardest, especially for me. Yeah. I, I'm super introverted, actually. And so, like. How, not being able to like have my alone time or like just yeah. it was a lot <laughs> it was yeah. a lot for me um yeah so I it was just overwhelming emotionally physically and all the things um yeah not to mention having to deal with drama so that part was terrible but obviously I met Chris and it all worked out the way that it was supposed to work out and yeah. it all worked out for Ryan so um I obviously I loved the bachelorette for that but mm-hmm. I had the most, I had like, it was so much easier just being in the house, drinking margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> right. True. You know? Oh, 
There you are. That is the fun it's and okay. easy part. Like I, I always say that. I'm like, you know, when I was on Trista season, it was a blast. I got to meet all these cool guys. We hung out. You know, I was like the chef of the house. Yeah. I mean, not really, but I'd be like, you know, can we get some lasagna and Tito's? And next thing you know, the Tito's is there and the lasagna never shows. But that makes you a chef. On that's the a chef. That's a chef. And uh, but then, yeah, you're right. When you're the when you're the bachelor or the bachelorette in your both of your cases, it's there is a lot of pressure, a lot of drama, a lot of. Uh, you're so worried about hurting. At least I was always so worried about hurting yeah. people's feelings. and Always. Ugh, yeah. Just I know brutal. You, so I want to know, because I know this this to be true from your season, Chris never watched the show afterwards. Has he watched it since? Um, He he would watch um episodes here and there. So like since. but Of your. No, I'm talking about your season. Like, has he ever watched your yeah, season? Yeah. So he was. Uh, oh, yeah, got it. Yeah. So he watched it as it aired um but but both of oh. us had had never really watched the show prior so like oh I, I thought he didn't watch the show oh, no. I was do you know what I would so when it was happening and I don't think we had met before you aired mm. um you so it was down to you and was it Brooks was that was guy Brooks was that the name of the guy Andrew. yeah who left yep yes so I remember the connection between you and Brooks, like you could feel it. It was palpable. And I feel like all the people were like, she's going to end up with Brooks. And then Brooks left and everyone was like, well, how is Chris going to feel? Because basically she chose him when Brooks left. And I'm like, well, he's not watching the show, so he's not going to see that. Oh, <laughs> oh. But the thing is too, like, not that, yeah, Chris and I right. always had the, like an extremely strong connection, but there was no drama. To- right. And they didn't show it. Right. They didn't yeah. show it because there's no yeah. drama. There was no drama right. to it. And he was like kind of like my best friend, like where you just had that conversation where you're like, wow, that was really easy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that part's hard when people see something different than what was happening. Totally. And well, that course, was the formula it, then. Totally. That was a formula back then, if you remember. I mean, it was very yep. formulaic, very structured. You know, like we yeah, couldn't deviate very. from anything. There was never someone coming back from a date and, you know, once you sent them home, coming back and interrupting no. your dinner oh. date two weeks later. So, you know, back then it was always whoever was number two, they were going to just make them look like they were number one, you know? And then always. the whole world's yeah. like, what? Oh my God. You know? Yeah, totally. Everyone thought that I was going to get engaged to Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Like still to this day, I get people, they were like, I actually thought you were going to pick Charlie, but I'm so glad you picked Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have, but actually, it makes it harder now with social media and even with mm-hmm. um, reality, Steve, because people will go on and get spoilers or start browsing yeah. Instagram, and then before they even are before they're even done with the show, watching it, they already have that perspective mm-hmm. in their mind of who to look for and who, what relationship to idolize, kind yeah. of. True, yeah. so right? Then, and yeah. when it doesn't work out that way. They're like, what? Because they already yeah. set themselves up for that. <laughs> and so. Yeah. Right. And then Where were just, you guys with social media? Like, did you have social media when you were on the show? Oh, okay. So I was right in the middle. I was right when Instagram was like taking off. And he okay. uh-huh. wasn't yet like ready to allow people to be on social media. And so. Oh, right. Yeah. So I like only got a social media. Be- like it was like right before I went on the show. So I I mean, yeah, I didn't even know anything really. And I'm like kind of more of a reserved private person. So like social media (laughs) was kind of crazy to me um, to to just 
post everything that you're doing. I don't know. I know. <laughs> right? I'm terrible totally. at it. I'm so bad at it. It's horrible. <laughs> I know. I mean, no, I'm kind of the same way. I post very yeah. randomly and not very frequently. <laughs> and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. But I'm like, I just don't have time. It's a good thing. That's what I say. I'm like, how do how do you have time? But also I think I don't get it. It's more important to be present and yeah. like in 100% with the people you're around and not just like constantly yeah. a phone in your always. I know, especially with kids. Like I I don't know, now that my kids have their own Instagram accounts, which is crazy. What? Max doesn't really use his, but now that they have it, I'm really like I'll I'll catch myself like thinking, "Oh, let me put this on a story, whatever's happening yeah. or talk about it on the podcast." And I'm like, <laughs> "I can't." Because that will totally blow up my kids' world if I share whatever just happened, right. you know? So yep. once they get older, like right now, you can say whatever and your kids, you know, maybe they'll go back and look at it later because it is kind of like an online photo album, but at least in my mind. Yeah. But I feel like I, I, I'm very cautious yeah. about what I say yeah. anymore. Yeah. I you have to I, yeah. I chose about like, I think I want to say it was around end of 2020, I just, cho- I, ch- I decided I chose, like, I'm not going to show them anymore. And so, and I deleted all the photos yeah. because I was, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I want to protect them and like, yeah, I don't know. The world was hostile and, yeah. just is, and still is. Still is yeah. To this day. Yeah. And I yeah. honestly, my, I think what stemmed to is like, my oldest is more on the sensitive side and like, I was thinking about yeah. one day and I was like, he would hate to have his life on like other people right. viewing it. And right. he doesn't have a say, like these kids don't even have a say on True. whether or not they want um, their baby pictures online. Um, and yeah. so yeah, it's you're right. to each its own, like, but it's, it's harder having a larger profile. Like if I was private and just my family right. was seeing right. it, that is so different. But when People, yeah, like I don't even know, like viewing things, like I don't yeah. know. It's commenting, true. You know, that's the biggest thing, right? The commenting, you're like, no, I. So Bob and I were just talking about how Max just graduated from eighth grade. They call it eighth grade continuation, and we had pictures. And I thought to myself, would I like in my post in the caption? I actually said, my kid hates when I take pictures of him. <laughs> But I am a proud mom, and so I'm going to shout it from the rooftops that I'm proud of him, you know? So for me, it's kind of like I totally get that, and I, I think it's amazing that you that you did that in order to protect your kids, especially because Asher is more sensitive. Yeah. But, uh, like, there are times when – because now they're kind, they're not adults by any means, but since they're teenagers, I feel like it's just a way for me – to show them in the way that they know that I work mm-hmm. kind of that I'm proud of them and I love them. And then, then they can go back to it and look at them later and think, Absolutely. you know, if I'm having a rough day or I just want to be reminiscent or sentimental, then they can look back at it. At least I hope so. At oh, least I hope that I haven't done any damage. <laughs> I, mean, they're, they're, I mean, I feel like social media is teenagers like world. So it's like, yeah. You know, yeah. that's so different. If if I could show them the photo and be like, hey, look, do you mind if I post? And they understand yeah. what it means, what that actually means. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what, totally. though? No matter what you do, you're never going to be right. Because, I mean, have you ever heard the saying, if it isn't one thing, it's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a true. I've really heard that saying before. Well, if it ain't one thing, it's your mother. Oh my god! So what are you gonna do? It's true. Uh, I know. It's true, and we can only try. As you know, we can only do the best we can, and you know, one way or another, they're gonna find something to not (laughs) how we raised them. Something. No one is perfect. I'll be humiliating my kids till you know. But thankfully, I'll be 110 at a uh, you know t-ball game. (laughs) They're gonna be like, "Oh, your grandpa's so nice. He comes to every game." That's that's my dad. That's my dad. I was. I'm like, you two just look phenomenal. I'm like, Aww. what? Oh, you're the best. Thanks, Thank Dad. How much do we owe you? Yeah, yeah. We'll send you a Venmo later. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we love having you. You on, know, it's Des. the Bachelor Waters. So great to check in with you and find out yeah. everything you're doing. And I'm so excited for everything you've been working on, but mostly excited just for you and Chris and the kids. I think that's so awesome. You guys are such a great couple. Thank you so much. This is fun to catch up. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah. And tell, tell Jessica I said, hi. I definitely will. She'll love to hear that we talked. Oh, I love it. So cute. Awesome. Desiree Harsock. I'm sure I'll I'll talk to you. Nay. Nay. I'm sure I'll talk to you on the text chain. Yes. Very soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Please give Chris our best and give the boys oh, our I, best too. I will. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, Des. Bye. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style wall. The space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is 
and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was awesome. I love checking in with people that She's like so I had such a unique thing with Des. So oh, I, I forgot to even bring it up. So when Des did the oh, show, I was wondering, I forgot to even yes. say it. Uh, one of the coolest little kind of fun factoids was when Des did the show and they went back to um, her hometown date at her house. Okay. That was actually yep. uh, my wife's house. We, we still have that house in L.A., that is hysterical. Yeah. And um like her family's house? No, no. Uh my wife my wife bought that house as like her first house and she and oh Des lived there together. Gosh. They were they were roommates and um and it was awesome. That is hysterical. Yeah. And so it, it was that pretty neat cool to have that uh, be part of the show all these years later. I, I forgot to bring it up. Dog on it. One of those connections that people don't ever realize is like uh, like an actual connection that has nothing to do with the show. Nothing I to do with it. it at all. And, and I wasn't even, I don't think I was even dating Canyon when uh, Des was the bachelor. I might have been. I might have been. But I think it was, no, it was when Sean Lowe came to her house to visit her family. That's what it was. Uh-huh. The hometown dates. And um, and because that's like, I guess that's where the brother, I, I remember the whole story, like the brother was kind of weird <gasps> to Sean. Oh my gosh, yes, the brother. Yeah. Oh, I do remember her brother oh, being really I forgot to bring that up, doggone it. I would have loved to bring that up because I, I mean, it was one of my favorite things about when I met Jessica, when I met my wife, was she was like, you know, she didn't care that I was the bachelor. We never even talked about it. And then all of a sudden, somehow yeah. that came up one day. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? 
You guys filmed an episode of The Bachelor here? What are you talking about? Right. It was crazy. That's so funny. So, yeah, pretty awesome. That is so crazy. So, well, I, yeah. I am ready to she's, play our she's game. She's a good egg. I'm ready to play our game. Are you ready to play our game? I love a game. I am. I um, So we'll give a little backstory. I mean, it's kind of graduation season, yeah. as we've been talking about. And even though I'm celebrating eighth grader, um, one thing that goes along with graduations or at least the end of the year, is superlatives. So we figured that why not do an OG superlative? Yes. And I'm really bad at this stuff, I have to say. And also, I'm thinking, there's a bunch of OGs that I I don't even know what has happened to them. So, like, I can't, I don't know how to give them an OG superlative because I have no idea what's going on in their world. Yeah. Um, but I but I do think it's really fun, you know, why not? We're going to give a bachelor's, Bachelor, bachelorette, superlative. Oh, um, so exciting for for a few of the OGs. So, do you have do you have one to start with? Uh, well, I think um, I, I think one that would be uh, a pretty uh, good one to start with would be uh, most difficult to track down, and I believe that is Alex Michelle. <laughs> I was just gonna say that it has to be Alex Michelle, the very first Bachelor. <gasps> yes, literally the dude. I, I remember him being at um, at the the premiere party for my season. You and Ryan uh-huh. and I are in a picture together with Aaron Berge and Alex Michelle. Oh my God! Will you send me that picture? I, someone sent it to me. I gotta find it again. But I remember thinking to oh myself, my gosh, that is me. the last time I've I've seen a picture of Alex Michelle. And then I did run That's into hysterical. him once. I think I told you this on a plane when I was living in LA, a plane to um, Cabo, and yeah. he came up and he's like, "Hey, what, what? This is crazy. You have a couple badgers on a flight." That's so I'm crazy. Like, Hi, and I was embarrassed because it was like a really small thing and I was like I felt like everyone was looking at us and I just felt stupid but I remember he was he seemed like a really nice guy and I was like uh yeah good talking to you man and and that was it and and then uh they haven't been able to track him down for any episodes since they've tried nothing yeah no nothing um this is so true that is a good one because in looking at the list I was like I was on Alex's season and I'm like what would I give Alex I don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> most most difficult to track down. I think that's a nice one to win. Most most difficult to track down for sure. Yes. Most private maybe. Most likely to disappear. Okay, so after I've got season. one. Most likely to disappear <laughs> and never talk to anybody connected never to Never want to talk to anyone again. Ever yeah. again. Yeah. He's done well with that. One. Um okay, so I have one most likely to survive the Hunger Games. <laughs> And I'm going to say Andy Baldwin because he is not only a naval officer, um, but he's also like we Ryan used to do triathlons. And, you know, I would say my husband because he probably would do pretty well in Hunger Games, too. But um, Andy and Ryan have run a couple um, either marathons or done triathlons together. Iron Man. Iron Man. I remember I remember something they did together with Iron Man. Yep. Um, and I think he still does, does all of that. Yeah. So um, he's going to be my most likely to survive the Hunger Games. I um, like that. And who knows if he's even still doing that. Even, even if, do you know I, anything? I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I, I have had communication with Andy over the years. He's a super nice guy. He came yeah. to my house once when he was in LA, um, uh-huh. visiting from San Diego and stuff like that. Really liked him. Um, but you know, as far as what he's up to right now, I'm so bad. I, I don't even know what I'm up to right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so my head's spinning. So it's like, you know, I don't so keep tabs true. on everybody yet. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure so I'm sure he's still doing them. That dude, it's it's in him. It's like with Ryan, you know, that stuff's just in him. He's gonna do it forever. Oh, 
you know? 100%. Yeah. Yes, 100%. One way, shape, um, or form. That is, that's who he is. Yeah. Um, okay, I I don't know how to say this one. Um, so I'll just do it as, like, just a, a general thing. But best sense of humor. Yes. Emily Maynard. Have you ever been with Emily Maynard where the girl is <laughs> hysterical? She is so witty. And, and it's not like... You actually kind of have to like listen to her because it's not like outright like you, when you tell a joke we're like but um bump right you know? right right but she has such like kind of like um like hidden sense of humor yeah. that I just I I love her so much for her sense of humor. I you know the only time I ever met Emily who I think is adorable by the way was at our Us Weekly cover shoot that we did oh, together. Oh right. Yes, and, yes, yes. And um, right. it was uh Andrew and I, you, Emily and Ali Fedotowski. Ali. And yeah, um, uh-huh. it was like up until that What was that for again? I just remember uh, it was like uh it's uh, it was like the the I, I thought it was like a favorites favorites of of, of all time at that time type of thing or something of that nature. And um, it was some special one that came out. It was pretty cool. Why I find that day so remarkable is um, I remember it vividly because I was in Dana Point, California. Okay. um, And it was uh, the first time that my wife, Canyon, uh, came with me to an event. And I hosted this event or was a co-host of this event in Dana Point, California. And the next day I had to get up and leave at like 5.30 5.30 a.m. to get to Pasadena where we filmed that or where we shot that. Yes. And um, I got up and so she called like one of her friends who came over and they just hung out and had like room service and got spa treatments and stuff like that all day. Awesome. And, um, but I remember, I remember being done with it and it was late in the afternoon. And I had to fly out that night to wherever I was going. And I had a great time though. I had so much fun. And I did think she was very funny. I I would tell you that She's I think, terrible. I think someone who I think has an incredibly very similar sense of humor is Andrew Firestone. Like Andrew Firestone oh, to me is he's is hysterical, hysterical. and he yeah. just says things and he's not he he knows he's witty and funny, but he's not trying to like you know but up bump like you said. He's like he just says it yeah. and you're just like wait what? And it's really funny if you wait, yeah. the second you get a chance to think about it the second time. And uh, just love that guy. Love his sense of humor. I think he's really funny and definitely. I mean, he sets the bar for me when it comes to sense of humor. So I like that too. Yeah. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while 
the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the botox cosmetic onobotulinum toxin a and i fund women grants at south by southwest thanks to botox cosmetic take a listen to our conversation it's so good what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Class clown, I'd probably have to go with myself, which is probably terrible to say. Okay, but I also <laughs> think that that's like what a class clown would do. That's what I, it's just what I, I got that in high school. I feel clown. like I need to get it again. <laughs> no, but you know who I thought is Charlie O'Connell. Oh my he god, he is yeah. very similar. Yep. 
right? Yeah. Very like silly and um I don't know. I just feel like he's totally a classic. I liked his I 100%. liked his uh the stuff I saw of him. I've never met him personally actually. And I really liked the stuff yeah. where he just didn't take himself too seriously. You know, it was totally, I'm sure with his brother being, you know, a big kind of a, a big star, it was probably one of those things where it was like, he almost had to yeah. understand, you know, he was, he was going to have a different role and this was a big moment for him, right. but it wasn't going to be the same as his brother. Right. I don't know. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. I liked that. No, true story. Like actually there's uh, we had kind of a list of potential superlatives and one of them was celebrity lookalike. And I was going to say Jerry, Charlie, because Jerry O'Connell, um, <laughs> which actually I was watching Big Brother, um, like an old episode. I'm trying to catch up on my Big Brother because I'm a big, big brother fan. <laughs> and um, I was watching Celebrity Big Brother from this past season, and he was on talking about it with um, Julie Chen and saying, you know, I guess I'm I'm famous, but I don't know if I'd call myself a celebrity. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, you're a celebrity. I would say Jerry O'Connell is a full. I would say celebrity. I would definitely say so. And yeah. he and Rebecca Romaine are still uh, yeah. still together too. So that's pretty big. Uh, I actually um, was supposed to go on a date with him. Really? Um, after yes, we met at Derby. No kidding. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, crazy, crazy. I, I I know. It was, it's funny. He's a really nice guy. Very good sense of humor. But Charlie got the, like, the sense of humor in terms of the class. Oh, family, yeah. The family, Definitely. I think. I, think. I want to think of <laughs> what would be your, we'll switch gears here. What would be your um, superlative for Andy Dorfman? Oh, I just love Andy. Um, I, I think best wing woman. Okay. You know, like. So you know how it's like, you know, wingman, if you're going out to like on a, to a social function yep. and you need to have a wingman there or a wing woman to, um, you know, help make it a fun night and get, pull you away. If you're single, pull you away from any douchebags <laughs> and, you know, like she's just a good girl's girl, yep. but also I feel like has a finger on the pulse with the guys too. Yeah. And she's just, she's like a great Great friend. I remember we went to, it was, it was essentially an anniversary show, but it was also Jaden Tanner's wedding. That's what we I was just there. thinking of. Yeah, the Jaden wedding, yep. Yes. We had the best time there. She wasn't with anyone. I was with Ryan, but we just had the best time getting ready. Yep. And, and I just. I, just I actually was going to say much along the lines of your wing woman. I was going to say class flirt because because of, uh, yeah, yes, she is. at the Janner wedding, I mean, she was just holding court, man. There was like, you know, four or five guys totally. there that were just, they couldn't, you know, get close enough to her. And, um, and I thought she did a really nice job of keeping them all at bay. Right. You know what I mean? Like she had them all right, right. there. And not in a rude way. Not very, very nice. Like, you very know, nice way. no. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Super classy. Yeah. yeah. Love her. Yeah. That was a great, that was a great wedding, just, by the way. I, I loved that that was one of the first things I had done in a while, um, just from a scheduling perspective with the Bachelor franchise. Where I, where I went to that, yeah. I loved it. I had so much fun at that event, you know, hanging out with everybody, and felt a little awkward at first, frankly, because I didn't even know Jaden Tanner. Although Tanner and I, yeah, same. You know, I know. And I was like, I don't feel like. Are you sure they want me at their wedding? You know, and I know. I actually went up to Jade and said that I was like. 
okay, I'm really happy for you. And you probably had no idea that we were even going to be here, but thank you for allowing us to be at your wedding. And I'm so sorry. Like you don't even know. (laughs) Do you remember? So you asked me that last show, we talked about JJ and um, the guy. So I don't know if you remember this, but JJ came out and gave a best man speech. And JJ, um, JJ, yeah, yeah, right, right. And you and JJ I, Lane. you yeah. and I were sitting at the same table together and we had a table of OGs basically. And we're sitting yeah. there and he comes out and he goes, uh, you know, hi everyone. You know, it's such a pleasure to be here. JJ Lane, you know, best man. And, uh, you know, I just want to say it's like <laughs> so great to be here and see, see so many, you know, blasts from the past, you know, Trista, the, the queen, the godmother of the bachelorette. Bob, give here, the, 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 the godfather of The Bachelor, that's what he called me. And he goes, uh, I mean, Bob, you, you were my mom's favorite in high school. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it was so perfect. Like, I literally remember thinking to myself, this dude is funny. And I, and I, I loved it. Yeah. You know, he's like, you were my mom's favorite in high school. I just think that, you know, he went on that his speech. Just not even, didn't even really stop for long enough to like, it, it, it was just, I was just like, <laughs> to get a laugh. Oh, this yeah. guy is good, man. But, um, That's awesome. I remember that wedding. I remember, uh, Seal. Remember he stood up basically right next to us and started singing. Yes. Right next to us. Crazy. I remember he was giving eyes to Jillian. Um, she was like, oh my God, Seal's like totally giving me eyes. <laughs> She's so flirting funny. with Seal at the wedding with her with her boyfriend her at the Not, you know yeah yeah, Ex- yeah yep. totally awesome. I mean I feel like no I guess not everyone has to be a flirt if you're on the show but I was gonna say maybe we all are flirts because we you know had multiple people that we were dating at the same time yeah I don't know I would maybe think so does. maybe that doesn't translate no I see what you mean though you almost have to be willing to have like a multiple conversations to have some fun and giggle you know it's like you gotta yeah. have that. Even people like Des who are introverted, yeah. you know, like she, she, you have to be able to be social in in some way. And you gotta be able to balance there it are out. so many people. And you gotta be able to yeah. keep conversations going with which, you know, you were always yeah. amazing. And, you know, I, I think, awesome. I think we've, uh, we probably said about 10 billion words on our shows every week. So, I mean, we, we both love to talk and that's, you know, that's a good thing. You like to have a good conversation and you like to be engaged and get to know people. And that's part of it too. I think, you know, yeah, let's see. So I, I see, I just saw a fun one pop up. So most likely to actually be a spy. So I have to tell you that I honestly have said this before. Like every time I watch any James Bond movie, I walk out and I'm like, you have said this. I'd be a great spy. I'd be a great spy (laughs) because no one in the world would expect me to be a spy. They would be like, oh, who's the goofy dude over there cracking jokes and drinking vodka? And I'd be like, that's me, bro. I'm a spy. Right? That's right. I'd be like Melissa McCarthy in Spy. I'd be like the, you know, you'd never. Or maybe, or maybe it's Alex Michelle because he just disappeared. He, like maybe yes. he's listening to all of us all the time and we don't know it. Well, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I've never seen a picture. Of, I've never seen a picture of Alex Michelle uh, and James Bond together. I've never seen a picture of them together. So maybe they are the same person. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a spy. I mean, have you ever seen a picture of him with Daniel Craig? Nope. I have not. Never. Just saying. I haven't seen one of me or you or Ryan or anyone really. With that, for that matter. you know, so that for, therefore it could be me. I could be the spy. I'm out there. I'm telling you. 
I want to find something for Jake Pavelka. I feel like Jake Pavelka. I was literally just looking at his name. Um, do you know what's going on? What? Where is he? You know what happened to him? I know he was a pilot for Southwest Airlines. Um, right. I got it, to I know him a little. Still, I'm going to Google him right now. Yeah, I got to know him a little bit. They did a they did a photo shoot with uh, Andrew, myself, and with him, uh, where we got to wear these kind of old vintagey suits and stuff. It was really cool. Okay. Drinking like you know whiskey on the rocks and all this kind of stuff in like a speakeasy yes. environment. Really neat. Oh, I love that. And uh, yeah. it was a very fun photo shoot. I remember it. And um, and I talked to you know like that whole day. And then I lived there. And so he, they he came back to my house, had a couple of drinks, hung out and talked for a bit. Super nice guy, you know. But I remember not really liking him from watching him on the show. But then yeah, afterwards, true. getting to know him that day, thinking, oh man, I actually he's he's a nice dude, you know. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's hard because you know people are different with other guys than they might be with potential dates and things of that nature. So you never yeah. really know, I guess, you know? I can see him being like a politician. He he kind of had that air about him, like, um, I don't know. Although when he chose Vienna, like that whole thing, that fight that they had on air. Oh, that was that horrible was to watch. Oh, my God. Horrible. I remember sitting at home like, going, this glued to the television. Yeah. It was like a train wreck. You couldn't, yeah. I, I couldn't not yeah. watch it, but it was also one of those things where I felt so bad for everyone involved. Everyone involved. Totally. Like no one, no one came out of that looking good. And I was just like, oh my God, these poor people, right. you know, right. going through anything yeah. like that yeah, on TV great. would be terrible. I know. Um, and then I, there's one, I want to know what you think of this one. Who would you say is most likely to go viral on TikTok? Like, I, that one came up and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who would go viral. Like who, it would all depend on what they were, what they, what they were doing. doing. But what do you think? Oh my about God. I don't know. You know, I can tell you who's the least likely to go viral on TikTok. Okay. This there guy. you go. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok. Ah! So I don't think I Same. would be on it. I have it, but I never go on it. I <laughs> only have TikTok because, um, or no, it was Snapchat. I did Snapchat for the filters. Like when the kids were little, mm -hmm. I would go on Snapchat and just, you know, do those silly filters with them. Yeah. And they, we would there are some cute ones on there. My wife does that it. a lot. She does that with the boys, like little, you know, Bambi eyes and, you know, sparkles and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, that stuff's pretty yes, cool. Yes, so fun. I'm so bad Love at social that. media. And I think it just really exposes me when I start talking about other apps that I also don't use. <laughs> Yeah, true. Although you had all those tips in the beginning. You're good at, like, technology. Yeah, but I understand technology. I just, media. much like Des, no, I'm not, I mean, I'm not an introvert at all. But, I mean, I also, though, don't really like people knowing where I'm at all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I would have situations where I would post a picture. It may have been, like, three or four days previous when I was in Seattle. And some would be like, yeah. don't lie. I just saw you in Detroit. You're not in Seattle. I'm like, I'm not lying. I said it was an awesome day in Seattle. I, you know, what are you talking about? So right. I was just like, you know, I didn't realize I had to be literally uh, in the space every day. And so I, then, yeah. then I got, you know, I don't know, everything turns me off to doing things. So it's like, oh, maybe I just don't, don't I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, I won't post anything. Yeah. But then yeah, I decide yeah. I want no, to, I get that. you know, and I like to actually use it like a photo yeah. album for my, for my kids. I, I, I appreciate where Des is That's coming what from I too. Do. But yeah, I, I want to like, but we have a little private one for them. Um, that my wife maintains. Uh -huh, and, and so we just put a ton of pictures in there and I occasionally post something. But like for me, if I'm posting, it's probably less about me and more about what my kids are doing or, you know, before my dog yeah, passed right. away, what my dog was doing on that day. So. Right. 
100%. That's how it is for me. Yeah. I feel like if I'm posting anything for me, it's very few and far between. It's usually about my kids. Yeah. Because um, that's just the season of life, as Des said. That's the season that we're in. That's a nice and way to say okay. it. I like, I like uh, her I'm, saying it that way. I know. The season of life. I love that. <laughs> I love it. I, I love being in this season of life. And I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm an empty nester in oh. five freaking years. I cannot like, believe what? that in five years. You guys did it right, though. You know what I mean? I mean, to be young like you both are and to have your kids. Like, I, I think I'm young right now, right? And so, but yeah. it's like, you know, when I think about where I'm going to be, I mean, hopefully my kids will keep me young because, man, I'm going to be old. <laughs> I'm going to be really old, you know, in 14 years. I'm going to be, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, shoot, 17 years for Blake. So, golly, when he's, when I'll be in the nester. Crazy. I remember when I would think about that and like setting up their 529 or whatever their college accounts, you know, thinking, oh, we've got so much time. And then I'm like, Max is going to be in college in four years and Blakesley will be in college in five years. Oh, my gosh. We need to step up. Yeah, we we better. uh, We're going to be praying for scholarships over here. We're going to be like, oh, you know, but we do the savings thing, too. I do that every paycheck. You know, it always goes into there and, you know, trying to make sure that you keep that thing richer and fuller than anything because who knows how much school's going to cost too that's going to be bananas oh my gosh i can't even start with that don't (laughs) even start me um okay well i think i think we're good i think we did some fun superlatives hopefully i agree the producers are happy i agree i think that was a lot of fun i think it was great plus and the listeners hey if you guys i what i'd love to do is have um viewers or listeners go and comment and say who they like maybe for me and you what would be our superlatives to people Oof. i don't know if i'm gonna want to read those oh no we'll screen them oh no <laughs> <laughs> maybe like most likely to wish that you would Oof. stop talking bob okay Thank you. oh yeah okay whoops <laughs> maybe we shouldn't delete. have started that okay there we go <laughs> Yes, and delete. I've had a lot of that lately. I I went on and posted in my stories kind of my thoughts on the the school shootings. And of course, when you do that, you just open up a huge can of worms. I try to not post anything political just because I don't want to have to get in a big debate with people. And holy cow, one lady, she wrote me and said, stay in your lane. I was like, what kind of lane do you mean? Like a lane where I'm not an American and don't have the ability to speak my mind on my own personal <laughs> Instagram account. <laughs> Sounds like you might have been in your she lane. She literally said, I, I'm in my lane. Yeah. This is my lane. Well, I love talking to you every week and I like being in your lane. Same. So thanks for sharing your lane with Aww, me. Thanks. See what I did Welcome there? Welcome to my lane. Look at there. Look what I did. <laughs> It's all come back together. Cohesiveness. This is our lane. This is our lane. We're going to stay in our lane. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Hopefully right. you guys enjoyed the show and uh, we'll see you next week. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
what keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.